looking to dive into topics on how to live a happier, healthier, more fit, and long lifespan, then you've come to the right podcast. Living the dream with me, Coach Damian Evans. Together, we will explore the topics on all things health, fitness, and wellness. Together, we will be lifelong learners on this journey to living the ultimate dream. What up, Dream Team? Coach D here, coming at you from beautiful, sunny San Diego. And in today's Megaphone episode, we will be shouting out one of the leading experts in brain health and brain study, Dr. Daniel Amen. He has seen as many brain scans as anyone in the world. And when you see that many scans over the period of time that he has, you start to see trends and you start to piece some of the puzzle together. He has a company that I very periodically purchase supplements from called Brain MD. And he also sends out a newsletter. And today we're going to be shouting out one of those articles from the newsletter. And the article is titled, Eight Ways to Keep Your Brain Fit. As an executive control center of the entire body and the supervisor of every thought, mood, memory, and action, your brain makes you, you. That's why you must do everything you can to take care of your brain. So ask yourself this. How fit is your brain? Many people don't realize that the brain is like a muscle. In fact, keeping your brain fit is a great way to support your cognition and memory throughout your entire life. Cognitive skills tend to dip after you graduate from college and then again when you retire from work. So the goal is to never stop challenging your brain each and every day. No matter what your age, no matter what mental exercise you choose, any of this can have a positive effect on your brain. So if you're looking to improve your brain fitness, here are eight natural ways to maximize both your physical and your mental well-being. Number one, protect your brain from physical assault. Though protecting your noggin should be like a no-brainer, right? It's very helpful to be reminded of some practical brain safety tips that can reduce risk of head injury. These include, of course, avoiding high-risk sports where you can hit your head, remembering to wear your seatbelt when you're in any kind of vehicle, and always wear a helmet when you're on a motorcycle, a bicycle, a skateboard, snowboard, skis, rollerblades, anything where you think that might help. I really wish that someone had told me this when I was in grade school and in high school. I played soccer literally all year round. Every single day, I was taking headers from rocketing soccer balls. And it was weird because as I got into my later years of high school, every single header hurt. And heading soccer balls is not supposed to hurt the way it hurt. And I figured out later that I must have had at least double-digit concussions from all of this impact. And I'm really still kind of wondering what kind of lingering long-term effects all those years of impact has caused. So number one, protecting your brain from physical assault. While it seems so obvious, I know that it still needs to be said, and it is at the top of our list. Number two, play brain games. Brain games are excellent for cognition, especially in older adults. So spending just 15 minutes a day, five days a week, 
on games such as crossword puzzles, memory games, chess, Sudoku, and even things like jigsaw puzzles can improve your concentration. Remember, these games should be a little challenging. So if you're always blasting through those crossword puzzles or those Sudoku puzzles really easily, then it might be time to step your game up. Any of these things that I just talked about, they can also boost your memory, which is huge. They also have tons of brain training apps on your phone right now, right at your fingertips. Go on your app store and you can go find some of the most popular ones like Lumosity, L-U-M-O-S-I-T-Y, or Cognifit, C-O-G-N-I-F-I-T, Cognifit. And then there's another one called Fit Brains. The brain games should be challenging enough that you fail quite often and that the struggle generates maybe just a little bit of frustration. Doing a kindergarten crossword puzzle is the equivalent of lifting a two-pound weight for a bicep curl. No challenge equals no change. So number two, play brain games. Number three, listen to soothing tunes. This one was interesting to me. Listening to music can increase pleasurable feelings. It can improve mood, boost energy, and it can raise your dopamine levels. And this helps with focus and concentration. Remaining in a relaxed state of mind is easier to accomplish when you have a happy tune running through your head. Listen to brain-enhancing music specifically composed to enhance your mood, your gratitude, your motivation, and your inspiration. If you haven't already checked out, you have to check out the app, Brain.fm. I talk about this all the time. I've partnered with this company because I believe in their product and I love what they're doing. I've used the Brain.fm app for deep work and studying even before that I partnered with them. So anytime I'm preparing for a podcast like this, I use their deep focus tunes. Anytime I'm struggling with sleep or I just want to get a higher quality sleep, I use their deep sleep tunes. Brain.fm holds patents on key processes for creating functional music, including technology to elicit strong neural phase locking, which just means it allows populations of neurons in your brains to engage in various kinds of coordinated activity. They make your brain go into a certain wave state. This makes their music unique. It's not the same as the other binaural beat apps. It makes it so that it's purpose-built to steer you into a desired mental state, which is so cool. If you go to your app store and you use the discount code CoachDamien underscore SD, Coach Damien, all one word, and Damien is spelled D-A-M-I-E-N underscore S-D, you'll get your first month free. And you can decide if you want to do the subscription, and it can take 20% off the subscription if you do decide to continue on. Highly recommend trying Brain.fm, but you can listen to any soothing tunes through any type of uh, different apps. Number four, avoid harmful foods. Proper nutrition is essential to peak brain function. Your brain is made out of the things that you eat. Unfortunately, the standard American diet, SAD, SAD, is filled with toxic foods that increase your risk for physical problems, as well as issues with your focus, your mood, and your memory. Many of these unhealthy foods that we commonly eat are highly processed, 
pro-inflammatory. They create inflammation in the body, especially the brain. A lot of the stuff that we eat are, are pesticide sprayed, herbicide, rodenticide sprayed. Those are chemicals that who knows what's going to happen long-term. Uh, a lot of the foods we eat are artificially colored and sweetened, which we still don't have a lot of science on that. A lot of the foods that we eat are high glycemic, meaning that they spike your blood sugar really quickly. Things like sugary drinks and simple car carbohydrates that we aren't used to eating, we can break it down really fast and it's like getting a rush of sugar sprayed into our blood system. That's not a good thing. Uh, a lot of the things that we eat are low fiber, laden with hormones, and tainted with antibiotics. So all of these things have an effect on the inside of our body and on the inside of our brain. In place of these harmful foods, be sure to eat a healthy diet, one that includes lean proteins. I prefer chicken, fish, turkey is one of my favorite lean proteins. High fiber foods like cruciferous vegetables and healthy fats, healthy fats like avocado and extra virgin olive oil. Also, it's recommended that you eat nine servings of fruits and dark leafy greens and other vegetables every day. Opt for foods such as fatty fish, Alaskan wild-caught salmon, cod, halibut, sardines, also nuts. Nuts are fantastic. Any kind of tree nuts. And like I said, extra virgin olive oil are great for brain health. Foods like broccoli, dark chocolate, preferably 80% or more cacao. These are fantastic for brain health. I personally eat a square of 95% cacao dark chocolate every single night. Blueberries are a superfood, and including blueberries is going to be so important for your, your brain health category. And then also eggs. Yes, the whole egg. If it's from a good source, eggs are great. Avocados and walnuts as well. Things like spices can also improve memory and brain function. So spices like black pepper, cinnamon, dried oregano, Ginger, parsley, peppermint, rosemary. I take saffron personally, uh, sage, thyme, and turmeric. And some of these spices, they help in other categories of health as well. So number four, avoid harmful foods and substitute for brain-boosting foods. Number five, learn something new. Brain researchers emphasize, just like anything in the body, in my opinion, if you don't use it, you'll lose it. And that principle applies to the brain along with everything else in the body. When the brain stops learning, it can start fading. So be intentional about learning new things. Set aside something each day to learn something new. Take a class, learn a new language, or a musical instrument, or try square dancing, chess, tai chi, yoga, even things like painting or sculpturing. Einstein said that if a person spends 15 minutes a day learning something new, they can be an expert in that topic in a year. I don't know about a year, but I'm not going to argue with Einstein. Not again, not after what happened last time. But 15 minutes a day isn't a big commitment in the big scheme of things. And if you schedule it in, just think about how much compounding interest that could bring one year, yes, two years, five years, 10 years from now. Learn something new. Number six, revitalize 
with exercise. Yes, this is my favorite one. Aerobic exercise, sufficient to make you sweat for 30 minutes, increases blood flow to your brain as well as your muscles and other tissues. This helps deliver nutrients and it helps remove waste products. It can even increase the growth factor, uh, something called BDNF, brain-derived neurotropic factor, which is like growth hormone for the brain. It promotes huge improved brain function. Physical activity also has been associated with improved mood. We all know this, those endorphins, and a more optimistic outlook on life. Walking, that's it, walking, the thing that I used to think did nothing Walking is now one of the biggest factors towards your health. It can help clear your mind, improve your mood, depending, especially depending on where you go, and burn some nice calories at the same time. You do not need super high intensity all the time at least. Low, moderate, consistent movement throughout your entire day will definitely have benefits. And don't forget to resistance train. You guys have heard me say this so many times. Your muscles, they are a magical organ in the body. That's right. I said it. Just like your skin is an organ, just like your fat cells are an organ, your muscles are an organ that release feel-good chemicals that have been shown to be more beneficial to helping with depression and more than actual antidepressant and anti-anxiety medications. That's crazy. So lift frequently, friends, and lift heavy. Number six, revitalize with exercise. Number seven on the eight ways to keep your brain fit, clear your mind. Make time for yourself every single day. Taking breaks for relaxation and meditation provides benefits for both your physical and your mental health. So spend just 15 minutes alone without distractions And this is going to refresh your mind. You could do it with meditation, of course, but if you're not there, maybe just some breath work. We have some great breath work episodes coming out Um, or just relax somewhere in nature. Clearing your mind and just slowing your breathing can help restore inner calm. Repeating simple words like, may I be safe and may I be secure. Even just saying these in your head can increase positive emotions and decrease negative ones. I know meditations are really hard to get into. I've had a really hard time making it a part of my life. Uh, I have to use apps to make it happen. I have to look at streaks and stuff like that so that it keeps me going throughout the days. But meditations can really help reduce stress and improve your overall outlook on life. So try to make it an aspect of something that you do on a daily basis, even if it's just two to five minutes at a time. And if you're just going to focus on breath, remember that making your exhales longer than your inhales helps to promote relaxation. So extend your exhales, clear your mind. And lastly, for a reason, lastly, is to get nutritional support through supplementation if necessary. So number eight on eight ways to keep your brain healthy and fit, and it's last for a reason, is to get nutritional support through supplementation if necessary. Of course, everything that we've discussed so far should come first and should be done first. And then if needed, as always, supplementation comes last. That's why it's called supplement. At the foundation of every supplement regimen should be an ultra pure, clinically proven vitamin and nutrient that can help improve your energy, focus, and memory. And that's hard to find. And I'm not really affiliated with BrainMD, 
this company that this, this newsletter is from. And I haven't used their supplements for a very long time, but I have followed Dr. Amen's work. Um, I do feel a small benefit when I take them and it's worth it for me to invest in that. So I make sure that the very last thing I do when I'm looking for my brain health is I personally take a rhodiola extract, rhodiola for focus and energy, and then a saffron supplement for mood support. But just because I take those, it doesn't mean that you should. It's crazy. We all have different personalities, which we should know this by now. And we all actually have different brain types, how I interpret the world, how I view the world, my lens, it's different than yours. That's so crazy for me to think about that. We have billions of different lenses, billions of different brain views. There are different brain types as with everything. Everyone is individual and how they respond to different things is so individualized. So check this out. After taking Dr. Amen's brain assessment, I personally am a brain type 11. What does that mean? Check out what my results say after answering about a dozen questions. Um, I'm persistent. See if uh, those of you that know me can see if these hit very well. I'm exacting, meaning that I I make great demands on my skill, attention, and other resources. I'm exacting. My thoughts can loop. So that could be a good thing or a bad thing. I'm highly motivated. Often I have a busy mind and... I have trouble relaxing. For those of you that don't know me, this is pretty, pretty on point. Exercise helps my type. Yes. Relaxation techniques like meditation have huge brain relaxing benefits and can stop me from being so busy minded. Yeah. I mean, once I've really got meditation down, I can really feel the benefits, but I tried it for years and couldn't get it down. So uh, meditation can help my brain relax and stop being so busy. I don't know if this is like a horoscope thing, but I can definitely relate to all of those things. So if you want to know what kind of brain type you are, you can go and take this brain assessment for free, brainhealthassessment.com, brainhealthassessment, all one word.com. It's like a quick five minute survey. Let me know what you find out. I'd love to know what kind of brain type you are and what that means for you. Huge shout out, huge megaphone shout out to Dr. Amen and the BrainMD team. For this cool list of eight ways to keep your brain fit. And that's it, my friends, for this week's Megaphone episode. Each week, we will focus on sharing information that will help you with your health, fitness, and wellness journey. Share the knowledge you gained with your friends and family and hold each other accountable. If you enjoyed this content, it helps a ton if you could post on your social media stories a screenshot and include one takeaway of something that you learned. Make sure you tag me and share your journey. On Instagram, tag at livingthedream underscore podcast or at coachdamian underscore SD. So tag me at livingthedream underscore podcast or at coachdamian underscore SD. Let me and your network know how this episode benefited you. Let's get more people on this lifelong learner train and join the Living the Dream team. Let me know if you have any suggestions or tips that will help your Living the Dream team that I can discuss on future episodes. I will be right here with you working on making us stronger, happier, and healthier humans. Until next time, friends, keep living the dream. The Energizing Breath. We're going to take some time to do a few rounds of breath work so we can continue on with our day in an energized way. With this technique that we're about to do, we're going to wake up your mind and energize your body. 
This is great for when you're feeling tired or sluggish in the morning or during an afternoon slump. This is kind of a step up from a basic breathwork practice, so if you've never done any style of breathwork before, it may benefit you to start with our relaxing or our balanced breath sessions before you try this exercise. Now, if you listen to your podcasts in accelerated speed, now is the time to take it back to normal. You can do this breathwork anywhere, and I prefer to do it with my eyes closed, but if you're driving or doing something where this isn't an option, feel free to do it anywhere and in any way that fits your current situation best. We're going to do five rounds of energized breathing. We will inhale through your nose for a count of four, deeply to fill your belly. Then we will exhale rapidly through your nose for a shorter count of two. And for this particular exhale, you want to do what they call dropping the exhale, where you push out the air with just a little bit of strength. I like to imagine myself as I inhale, I get taller and then dropping myself down as I exhale with just a little bit of force, not a lot. So again, inhaling for four and then pushing your exhale out for two, all through the nose, sealed your lips. Very little pause at the top of your inhale and very little pause at the end of your exhale. Shortening your breaths and breathing rapidly in this manner with longer inhales and shorter exhales, this helps release adrenaline and increases oxygen flow in order to help you feel more awake, energized, and alert. So when you're ready, let's begin. Inhale deep to your belly through your nose for one, two, three, four. Drop and push the exhale out for one, two. Inhale, two, three, four. Exhale, two. In, two, three, four. Out, two. In, expand, out, empty, two more rounds, in, out, last round, deep breath in, fully out, empty, and now return back to your normal breath. Take a second of awareness to check in with how you feel right now. Throughout the rest of your day, if you find yourself feeling any differently than how you feel right now and you'd like to change it, just do a quick few rounds of energizing breath like we just did and notice how things may change for you. May this feeling continue on for you and may it benefit all those around you. Until next time, friends, keep living the dream.